Welcome back to the Lost Ground Podcast. I am yours truly. Did you forget your name? No. Okay, the pause there, like the look on your face was like, oh shit, <laughs> what am I called? <laughs> what am I? Mr. It's Mr. Something. <laughs> Mr. Gumby? No, it's not Gumby. Mr. Yummy. Hi. How you doing? I'm, you know, not too bad. It's a little rainy and drizzly outside, but my 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 spirits are high. Your spirits are high? Yes. And my, my body temperature is also high. I think I'm coming down with something. I actually do, too. <laughs> I feel like I'm coming down with something. We fucking got the corona, bro. We got it. So I'm Mr. Early ETS, and this is our first quarantine episode. <laughs> yes, we are We are locked in here. And we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, we're doing it sober, guys. We... Stone cold. Stone cold sober. All the stores are <laughs> sold out. <laughs> I'd kill a motherfucker. <laughs> I would suck the piss out of an alcoholic's dick. Well, you went, before I did this sober. <laughs> you went to the desperation side of things. I'm like, I'm just going door to door in a neighborhood. I'll find some eventually. You got any booze? I got someone no. tied to a chair. I'm like, all you got is fucking Shiraz, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> They're smearing off. They're smearing off too. Fuck you. Break the bottle on their leg. I will cut you. <laughs> Who's an alcoholic in this neighborhood? <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, and you're like, I will just I'll just drink piss. That's where you went. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I have no explanation, okay? <laughs> you know when the world comes to the end, I'm the one that immediately goes straight savage. You're the guy in the gimp costume. And I'm, I'm the guy I'm, fucking the gimp. I'm, Ch- I'm Channing Tatum from <laughs> yeah. This is the End. Straight up. Everyone was like, Tanny McBride's going to die. No, he's the guy who's fucking shooting fools. <laughs> and the buff, handsome, sexy guy is the one who ends up fucking the piss out. <laughs> Oh, I, I think I just learned something about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both just learned things about ourselves and each other. This has been informative already. We're not even at the five-minute mark. Oh, this is going to be a good one. Ugh. So uh, we each pre-gamed with a little bit of JMO. We did. We did. We uh, were working on podcast stuff. You know, had to. You can't, you can't do this shit sober. I, needed my se- I really needed a second win, man. Yeah. I was dragging so much. Did you get it? I feel like it's coming on. Did JMO bring it bring it out of you? Yeah, I brought it out a little. I'm a little looser. I'm a little bit more relaxed. Mm. What we got? We have a... Uh, I wanted to bring it back. I want to be a little classic. Can you hand me the bottle, please? Uh, okay, hold on. Glad you put it away. Don't know why. Well, we put Anyways. it in the uh, decanter. Yeah. Mr. Ducky Boys. Well, we always got it. We got to tell him. Okay, it's, it's called West Cork Single Malt Irish Whiskey. It is a 12-year mm-hmm. aged in sherry cast, or a sherry cast finish, I should say. Uh, it is a limited release, and uh, yeah, I got some signatures. That all you got? Forty-three percent alcohol. Um, it says you are recommended to drink this if you are pregnant, maybe pr- become pregnant. I think it's recommendation against drinking that. No, no, it says you should. It's <laughs> That's what my mom did. <laughs> oh, it also says that it, it recommends driving your car after four glasses. It's a very exact number. Anytime I'm behind a vehicle, I have had to be four glasses in. Absolutely have to be. And I'm not talking like a little sip inside a glass. I'm talking four eight-ounce cups. It's like water. They're like, you got to drink so much water, you have to measure it out. I'm scientific with this shit. And just stay hydrated. And the bottle told me to. I got to do it. I was just going to hold up the bottle to the office. And I'm like, ah. It told me to. It told me to. So, well, we might as well get into this. Yeah. Ooh. 
that the cans are still looking fresh. Entertain the people while I'm pouring. We picked the wrong time. I had to cough. Oh, my God. Time it better. I don't know what to fucking tell you. You saw what I was doing. Yeah. I can't stop the cough, man. Figure it out. And, you know, maybe cover? Yeah. You know? Say it. Don't spray it. You don't give a fuck. I don't. Everybody up in this bitch getting COVID. How's it smell? It smells. Mmm. Exactly what I was going for, yeah. actually. So they had two of these that are 12 years, and one was uh, sherry and one was bourbon. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want bourbon. Mm-hmm. I, don't want that br- I want that sweet sherry taste. So it's it's very, oh, it's just, it's it's sweet, sugary, kind of a, well, a sherry. I guess a yeah. sherry smell to it. Yeah. But mm. oh, I'm excited for this. We haven't had a good bottle of Irish whiskey. No, we have not in a while. And I figured we need. We've done a lot of mixed drinks lately, mm-hmm. some fucking around with some other stuff. And I was like, we need to get back to our to our mm-hmm. roots. And uh, I think West Cork is going to bring us back. Let's do it. <laughs> Gotta cleanse the palate. It's not bad. No. Not quite the finish that I was looking for. No, it's really sweet. It's got that plum flavor. I'm honestly, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say I'm not in love with it. No, it's not my absolute favorite. I'm gonna put a little ice from my glass in there. See if that does anything for it. It's not bad. <clears throat> it's uh, I don't know. I think just that first that first taste just wasn't what. I also just burped. And I just yeah tasted like. Burritos. I'm not super into the sweet flavor. I'm going to be real with you. No? No. Normally, I like it I'm a lot. I'm not digging this at all. Man. Well, go get yourself a bottle. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. I actually think after this glass, I'm going to switch to the uh, JMO. That's a little bit better. Yeah. Tones it down. A little ice in there. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about ice before even like when we first started this cast, and I'm like, Man, we should have had ice in our glasses. You want to go get some? Yeah, let's do it. We'll give it a try with ice. Okay, we got ice. We got ice. We're going to give it a second try. We're going to. Yeah, I just, <coughs> the plum hit. Really I don't sweet, really taste really a lot of plum. And really so it's fruity. It says it's got it's got three years in, oh, sorry, 12 years in bourbon casts and then six months in sherry casts. Hmm. Sherry hit it hard. Sherry? I don't know. Let's see here. Sherry can be an abusive, abusive bitch. Yeah. It's better. Yeah, it's okay. a lot better. So, we're alive. We got some booze in front of us. Coronavirus! Oh, God. I'm so fucking sick of it. Like, I used to, you know, I stop at stores or whatever. I usually make small talk with the people, you know, like the cashier or just, you know, talk to people. Everyone wants to fucking talk about it. <clears throat> I don't. That's what you take away the sports, you take away. Movies coming out, people. Some people just can't find things to talk about. It's not even that. Even if all the sports and shit were happening, they would still want to talk about yeah. drama. They want to talk about. Well, the I like, end I'll of walk the up to the register, and be like, "Hey, how's your day going, man?" It's like this coronavirus, man. I'm like, "Fucking anything else, please, anything else." Is that the only thing happening in your life? Because I can tell you, there's a lot of other shit happening in my well, life. I'm still taking shits. I could talk yeah. about that over the coronavirus right now. Yeah, my poops are. Uh, I had a really weird poop this morning, actually. <laughs> did you? I did. It was like half of it was dark brown and the other half was like peanut butter colored you're dying probably 
I'm gonna die soon. It's the coronavirus. Yeah, I have it. We're all gonna die. No, I don't. I people just they're just always gonna talk about the drama, the end of the world. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I just feel like I need a lot more people dying before I'm really into the world. Fear, you know, fear how many how many people do you need to die before you're uh, uh, like worried? in the United States or just globally? What are we talking about here? Either one. Globally, it's got to be over ten thousand before I start. Globally, over ten thousand from the same thing. Um, no, you know I'm going to take that back. Globally, it's got to be over fifty k from the same thing. I think more people die from influenza every year. Oh, I know, fifty thousand. So you're you're worried about no? I'm saying something new, something new coming up. I'm not like we know what kills people, like fucking car accidents, fucking. Lung cancer, cancers of various types, fucking so diabetes. But that's like, so fifty thousand over what period of time? I'm talking fifty thousand in the course of like a month or two. That's what I'm getting afraid. That's insanely bad. I know, but I'm saying is like I just not gonna get that. I'm not gonna be that afraid. Like it has to be like close to you know World War levels of fatalities before I'm really getting scared. I'm not saying don't take precautions. I'm not saying don't be careful. I'm just saying as far as... Uh, do you know how much I've heard about the end times now from relatives and just random people I know mm-hmm. talking about how this is definitely signs? It's been so fucking... Oh, much. signs my, that this is yeah. the end of the world? Yeah, my grandma called me the other like day. This is the second coming. Yeah, coming second... Yet. No, she was she was going on about how it's the second coming of Jesus right now and that this is, this is the apocalypse. Oh, fucking Messiah better show up quick. We need a lot of people need help. I'm like, what? Like, what? Like, I'm just not there yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm far from there. I mean, I definitely think it's something to be like I said, <coughs> cautious, concerned about, yeah. cautious. Uh, no, I mean, as an individual, it's not really a problem for me. I mean, but, we're not immune to it, but we're yeah. not gonna probably not gonna die. Well, it's just like uh, <laughs> this. Not to try to make it seem trivial, but there was a couple months back. There's a huge problem going on here in the city of. Um, people putting those scanners in the credit card slot for gas stations where they were stealing your card. Yeah. And it was happening a lot. Yeah. And so then what did I do when that was happening? I used cash to pay for my fucking gasoline. Like you take precautions, but I wasn't freaked out about my credit card getting stolen because I knew what I could do to help prevent it or Mm -hmm. take away the risk for myself. I'm just not really worried about it because I, my bank, my, my bank just cancels it, which is annoying. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I'm not sure if you recall, but I did have a major amount of money stolen from my account a while back, back in the summer. Oh, no. Yeah. I was shopping groceries, and I went to slide my card, and like, it's declined, sir. And I was like, what the fuck? And I pulled up my bank balance on my phone, and there's like $4,000 had been withdrawn from one account, and then my savings, $12,000 had been pulled out. Well, when I was on deployment year before last, um, right, as, right as I was deploying, mm-hmm. They somebody stole my information. And they charged three thousand dollars to my debit card. Mm-hmm. So that was super dope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> luckily my shit's not all in one place, but yeah, it was still frustrating as fuck for sure. And then here I don't have you know money in that account, and it took like three days to get it back. Yeah, at least you got it back though. Mm-hmm. It's not the end of the world. Yeah, it's still frustrating. No, but I mean the coronavirus. Eh. It's definitely something to be worried I mean, about. I mean, not necessarily like bite your fingernails down to the fucking cuticles, but you, you know, I'm I'm getting more stressed out about the people freaking out. And like, it's like before, you know, someone's buying a twelve, a twenty-four pack of water bottles or something. You're just like, whatever, they're getting some water. And now your people are like eyeing you when you're getting your packs of water. They're like, 
And that motherfucker's got some water. I'm like, am I going to be mugged? <laughs> like, like, I feel like everyone's getting super defensive. Like, they're just ready to get robbed any second. Yeah. That's I what um, a Sportsman's Warehouse and a bunch of other gun shops are limiting how many guns you can buy. Really? Yeah, because they're, they're flying off their shelves. Everyone's trying to get a gun to prepare for the apocalypse. Wow. And I'm like, man, I love all these motherfuckers who don't know how to use guns buying guns because that means when the apocalypse does come, I'll get your gun. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm not, I haven't stocked up on anything. Like, no. We just keep a healthy amount of stuff at the house and yeah. we're good to go. And I mean, it's just everybody. Like, what are you doing buying a gun? Are you going to train with that gun? Are you going to get it and then like, train eight hours a day for a couple of weeks and yeah. like, get good? Every, no, probably every, not. Everybody else that's stocking up on shit, I'm like, thank you. <laughs> appreciate Thank it. Thank you for spending um, the money. I appreciate so it. It's so dark, but I mean, let's face it. Like, if the end of the world comes, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm sorry for my family and like the people I care about. Yep, I'm taking care of myself. Not just me. Like, I take care of the people I love and the people who yeah. are still around. And, and guess you haven't shot much in your life, and you just happen to you went and bought a Mossberg and a bunch of ammo. That's Thank my you. Mossberg. <laughs> Thank you for the ammo. That's the expensive part. That's my AR-15. We <laughs> get so many guns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, dark. Jesus Christ. I'm not I'm not saying that we should do this. I'm saying that when worse comes to worse, that's what people do. And I'll probably be one of those people. Yeah, I'll be one of those people doing it. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Just preemptively thank you everybody yeah. who's talking up appreciate for me. Appreciate it. I appreciate it. You You got more disposable income? Yeah. That's why I see all these, like, you know, 45. It's w- especially a lot of the uh, women I'm talking to, they're trying to buy guns. Yeah. And these are not, like, you know, I'm not saying, like, oh, women don't know how to use guns. I know a lot of badass chicks that know how to use some guns. But I'm saying these are women who do not, have never been around firearms in their life. They're going to get scared. They're, they're going to, like, yeah, shoot like, themselves. What's going to happen? They're going to shoot themselves or, like, their kid or something. Yeah, it's it's terrifying, honestly. It is. And oh. people are like, there should be a test. And I'm like, yeah, the test is fucking easy. We don't even have to take it. I know. Well, milita- veterans and military don't have to take it. Nope. Which is fine, because, I mean, how long have you spent around firearms? Because I know I've spent a lot of fucking time around firearms. I've spent m- more than twice as twice my career around firearms. And then I grew up doing it, too, yeah. right? Like, I started shooting when I was a kid. Yeah, I think I started shooting when I was nine. Yeah. I'm comfortable. I'm really comfortable. I can be yeah. safe around them. Yeah. And I'm comfortable that I can shoot better than a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Way better. I can shoot better than most people in the military with me. <laughs> IWQ proves yeah. that. That's oh, so nice man. when you're in is every year. You're just like, man, I'm not sure if I'm really as good as I feel like I am. And then you you do qual and you're like, oh, I am. Well, qual I don't think is I'm just anyway. No, but just as a basic part, how many people do way worse than you on qual and just can't handle the weapon safely? Almost everyone. Yeah. Almost everyone. There's a couple people that are... Uh, Slightly better than me. There's like there's like six guys that I've served with that were way better than me. Yeah, like they just obviously had spent more time and were had better skills. Yeah, and then there's been a few that are slightly better than me, but yeah, not not many. I would say I'm not like oh I'm in the top ninety nine percentile or hundred percentile. Like I'm probably in the I'm above the ninety percent percentile though. Of the entire military? I'm at the 90 percent. I would, I would say. say I'm yeah. probably in the 90s. Yeah. I'm, I don't want to say, I'm not going to try to guess exactly where I am, but I know I'm in the top 90%. And the thing or is, the top is 10%. I'm, I'm better with a pistol than I am a rifle. And I'm. I actually w- tend to be better with a pistol w- than the rifle. Way too. better. I don't know how. I don't know why. I, 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 I probably shot them both about the same. I've shot rifle. Well, no, I've now I've shot pistols way more. So. 
Like, I wouldn't go out to the range and just shoot my handgun because I didn't own a rifle for a while when I first uh, first bought my first handgun. Because yeah. I would shoot, like, my, my dad's rifles and my uncle's rifles growing up and then military rifles. Mm-hmm. But I went through a long period where I didn't shoot a rifle, so I was just shooting a handgun. No, I mean, since the beginning, um, when the first gun I shot was, like, a twenty two little rifle. Yeah. And then after that, I was, like, a... It was handguns for a while, and then I started with a with a twenty two handgun revolver. Did you? That was the first thing I ever shot. I didn't shoot a twenty two pistol for a long time, honestly. Yeah, I shot. It was the twenty two pistol, and then the twenty two rifle, and then a nine mil and three fifty seven were the next two things I really shot before I was big enough to get into shooting the higher power rifles without mm. murking myself. I think I was twelve when I shot a big rifle, and it was a forty five seventy. That's, that's a good round, actually. That's a really good round. It's not. Really? It is absolutely. I mean, it's huge, and it it'll huge. take down anything, yeah. but it's not. I like it, honestly. I like shooting it. It hurts after a while. Well, this the first rifle, the first big boy rifle I shot was my uncle fucking with me and had me shoot his 30 out 6. Yeah. And that fucked up my shoulder so badly. 4570 is way bigger. Oh, I know it is. That's what I'm saying. I shot the 4570 later on in life no. where I was. But my first 30 out 6 was painful, though, when I was 12 years old. Yeah, my dad. No, was it my dad? No, it wasn't my dad. I, I shot. A, I don't know whose it was. It was a thirty out six, but it had. It didn't have a, a butt pad on it. Yeah, my uncles didn't either. It was all. It was just straight plastic, yeah. and that fucker hurt. Yeah. Especially since I had. I was. I was young, and so I had no muscle on my fucking shoulder. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Fuck this shit. This thing's. I'd rather shoot the forty five seventy. Which I put like three rounds in that three thirty out six the first time I was twelve and shot it, and yeah. I ended up with this giant bruise across yeah. my shoulder. I wasn't a big twelve year old. Yeah. <laughs> I could shoot that forty five seventy all day compared to the thirty out. Well, if it has the hurt. if it has the um, you know, the padding there. Oh yeah, the forty five seventy has like an inch thick of yeah. of solid rubber mm-hmm. that is a super good cushion. Yeah. But the thing with when I first actually, I was like twelve when I shot that thing, and it straight up almost knocked me on my ass. Really? Like I had to lean so far into it, and it would still like I would my front foot. You were would, standing shooting. Yeah. Yeah. My front foot would come off the ground, and. It was. It was always. It was like an adrenaline rush. Like, oh my, it's coming! Blah! It would fuck. Which you're not supposed to anticipate the. No, I mean, I wasn't anticipating. I mean, I had no physical action that showed that I was anticipating. I knew it was coming. Obviously, you should always know it's coming. But you have to prepare for that thing. No, you don't push it down or thing. I mean, I would always shoot it super relaxed until it actually went off. And Mm -hmm. oh man, it was. My dad used to just stand behind me the first couple times. Just to catch me. That's what number one that I was seeing is shotguns are being sold. And I'm just imagining these like 105 pound women's buying these huge ass oh, shotguns. Man. If they're buying 12 gauges, they're going to be they fucked are. up. Because you, you know, they're getting online, they're reading these articles like the best shotgun to buy for home okay. defense. Uh, and it's okay. 12 gauge, and they're like, oh, that's what I'll get. I'm just going to say, if you're a, a regular sized woman, you're kind of you're smaller than, you know, the average man, you're mm-hmm. probably about like 150 to 110 pounds, go get a 16 gauge. Just also, get get, look up the gun based off the least amount of kit. I'm sorry, but the biggest thing I've always thought for if you're not comfortable with guns, get the gun that's the most comfortable to shoot. And the number one reason for that is so that you can practice with it more. Because if you're not comfortable shooting that weapon, you're not going to want to practice it, and you're going to dread every time you do go and practice it. Yep. Get the gun that you that look for the most comfortable guns to shoot, or weapons, rifles, pistols, whatever, whatever you're getting. Look for the most comfortable, and that way you... Don't mind shooting it. Yeah. That's the best thing I can say. Like, it doesn't matter if it's not the top of the line, like what the other websites say is the best home defense weapon. 
get what doesn't like what doesn't leave you hurt or not enjoying it the recoil is too much to fight where it bothers you to shoot it a couple like because if you do buy a gun practice fucking practice i would also recommend getting if you get a gun then also get that gun in uh an gassed a gassed airsoft pistol so you can practice handling it? So you can it? practice it and literally, because then you can actually shoot it. And even if you don't put any rounds in it, it'll blow back and you'll get at least. Oh, you're talking about one of those blowback pistols. Yeah, those are get a little bit pricey, but yeah, I, I it's think. It's like hundred bucks or so. I think that's a smart idea just to practice your grip and your posture. Yep. And the feeling of it blowing back on you. Because people don't think about, like, especially with a semi-automatic handgun, how much movement there is. That full yeah. slide comes back on you. Yeah. And so, uh, though an airsoft isn't exactly the same, yeah, it's the next closest thing that you'll and get. And just having a dummy gun to practice with as far as the holding it, moving with it, you know. Yeah. And you can you can draw it, point, shoot, mm-hmm. holster it, draw, point, shoot. Yeah. You can have a fucking uh, appendix holster. And it's good. I, I, I want to get one. I definitely say practicing is great. Yeah. And any Unless- kind of practice you can get is awesome like there's even like for bow hunting there's a something you can get where it's not the bow is just you practice the draw with the same resistance yeah. and the release yeah and just anytime you can practice just sitting on your couch like where you can just sit on your couch watch some tv and do a little bit of practice yeah like those are the best ways like having to set up these huge events like go to the firing range and sit there like yeah that's important too but anytime you can get extra practice that doesn't take time out of your day and your schedule yeah is also awesome. You know, it's amazing. And going to the range, it can get expensive too. Especially, I mean, you're paying for the range, mm-hmm. you're paying for the ammo. It gets well, it's a, like here, up here, there's a couple of open ranges that you don't pay for. Yeah, but also, which with, is awesome. With open ranges, also come stupid people. Yeah, because any idiot can go to them, and I can get uh, down like down in San Diego. I went to a lot of. I went to this one range a lot. I wasn't gonna say I went to a lot of ranges. I went to one a lot, and then I went to a couple more at separate occasions. But yeah. the one I went to a lot, there was a couple of times that there was guys there that fucking terrified me. Yeah, like they were shooting into other people's lanes accidentally. This one guy pulled out his KSG, and you know the shotgun. Yeah, I want one. I, I know they look awesome, bad. but he was shooting it. I was three <coughs> lanes down from him, and he was hitting into my target. And those don't. Nice. I haven't heard that those kick that bad. So, uh, they they do for for a twelve gauge shotgun. They do because they're so light. It's mm-hmm. mostly plastic. Uh, I think aside from the lower receiver. That's true. So it's because of how light it is, it's harder to hold it. In place. Yeah, it's and it's well, it's really short yeah. too. I mean, it's it's, yeah, it's not barely long. a rifle in all reality. It's super compact, and so yeah. it it does kick a lot. But, but just the fact that like everyone was pissed off with him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's just, he's just being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Fucking hate those people. Even, like, he had a bunch of handguns, too, and every gun he was shooting was just all over the place. It almost sounds like he was trying purposely trying to be a I don't jackass. know what he was doing. But I think he was. I bet he was, because, like, he probably didn't have any targets. And so he no, was he had a target in his lane. He was just barely was hitting it. <laughs> that's, that's, fuck. Yeah. Well. And I mean, I wasn't trying to hate on him too much. A lot of other people were verbally, like, being directly vocal to him about his shooting. Yeah. But I could tell he didn't seem that comfortable around them. And I could, yeah. ju- I felt like he probably just didn't grow up shooting, hadn't shot a lot. And wow. it was like, he was probably really, he seemed really nervous. Wow. So. So I, I was just at um, uh, this friend's house who I was staying with mm-hmm. last week. And uh, I w- while I was staying at their house, I, I was checking out, they're, they're like, hey, I got these guns, you know, if you need them, they're here, mm-hmm. use them. 
And so I was like, okay. So one night that I was there, I, I grabbed one of them just because if I'm going to use a gun, I mm-hmm. want to be at least a little bit familiar with yeah, it. Yeah, hold it. And yeah, so I, I took it and I was like, okay, well, let's see, let's see if it's like clean. So I just racked around. One round came out and the other one jammed. Holy shit. And I was like, oh, sick. So mm-hmm. I took it apart. Well, I looked at it and so there are hollow points. Mm-hmm. And the hollow points, the slide or the ramp up to the barrel was all fucked up. Well, it wasn't fucked up. It was just uh, more vertical than like a, because it was a really small gun. Mm-hmm. So the hollow point got stuck because just because of the edges. Yeah. And there were really weird hollow points that are fucking dumb. I mean, were you able to work on it or? No, I like literally, I couldn't get it to work. So I was like, the only way I can get these rounds to go is just the normal rounds, just the normal slugs. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that's going to cycle properly. I'm like, okay, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, you should probably know that though if it's yeah. your gun. So then I, so I showed this person that I was like, hey, let me see your gun. I showed it and I racked one and it jammed. I'm like, you need to get new hollow points. This mm-hmm. is fucked up. Um, but so then, so she, uh, she stores it with one in the chamber, as you should. It's a smart way to do it. And so I just, the mag was full, so I just dropped one into the, the barrel, and then I slid, uh, ran the slide forward, and then put the mag in, and I gave it back to her. She's like, so it's in the barrel. I was like, yeah. She's like, but it needs to be back here. I'm like, what? She's like, it's it's not gonna go. It's it's in the barrel. It needs to be back here. She was like pointing pointing like to the back of the slide, mm-hmm. and I was literally like, what? <laughs> She's like, how how will it fire? I'm like, okay. It didn't carry <laughs> it forward in the barrel. You're not making a joke. <laughs> you're being serious right now. Oh, I was and so I had to like show. I'm like, that's the firing pin. When the bullet goes in, it goes right here. Mm-hmm. And then the hammer hits the firing pin. And then Strikes it, hits it the, forward. And then it, that hits the primer, and then the bullet goes. Whoosh. And she's like, just staring at me. I'm like, I was like, okay, you you need to learn guns more. And she's always boasting about how yeah, well how she's I'm like, okay, oh, I'm scared now. <laughs> well, it's, you know, I definitely believe it's a comedian who says this, but... He's like, I'm not saying you shouldn't own guns, but you all know someone who owns a gun that shouldn't. <laughs> yep. I, I know a lot of people. Yeah. I've, I know a few that own <clears> guns <throat> that shouldn't. And then I know people who are in the in-between where it's like you are definitely responsible with how you carry your guns and how you move them around and so on, but you also don't know anything about them. Yeah. And that's not okay either. You no. Should, uh, but, I, just, I mean, it goes the same for cars. Yeah. It so. goes, I mean, it's, it's for everything. I mean, it's like just because you have the right... Doesn't mean you should exercise it. You should definitely yeah. do more. And I'm not saying like I'm not hating on anybody, but if you like, if you're like, man, I really don't know that much about, then self educate, like educate, talk to people. Like, listen, you, you go to a gun store; those people love fucking talking about guns. They love it. They'll they do will it. even if you're not purchasing. You could walk in and say, I am not purchasing anything today. I just want you to tell me about guns. They will spend hours talking for to you. sure hours because usually, like for my whole experience, they love guns. And I've never come across someone who is a douchebag, even when I didn't know something. The only time they become really douchey to you is if you are trying to act like you fucking know shit, and you don't. And it's obvious you don't. And they they know. They They know when you don't. You can't fake it. No. These people are handling guns all day, every day, talking about guns. About guns in ways that you wouldn't even fucking understand. Like, don't even try to go in there bullshitting. Yeah. I mean, I see it all the time when I've been at gun stores, and like... You know, they always clear it. They pick it up if you want to see a gun, and they always clear it, make sure it's safe. And then they'll, I'll, 
you know, like they'll hand it to me and I'll then of course also make sure it's safe, right? Because that's what everyone should do when you fucking hand it again. Yeah. But I see them do that all the time to people where they're like, if they don't think you fucking know, they'll hide the gun while they fucking make it safe. Like they'll have their body blocking it just to see if when they hand it to you, if you know how to make it safe. Yeah. Because they're just, they don't want to sell a gun to an unsafe person. No. As much as people are like, oh yeah, they'll sell it to anybody. No. No. Most gun owners <laughs> don't yeah. want. No. Ugh. It's better to show up and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Just be honest. Yeah. Because they're going to know. And they are. I mean, that's what I first did when I was getting into archery, is I really didn't know much about bows. I knew some, but yeah. I walked up to the guy. I was like, talk to me about bows, man. Yeah. And did he not just get excited? He was so pumped. Oh. He talked. I talked to him for like an hour, <clears throat> if not over an hour. I love teaching people about guns or teaching them how yeah, to I shoot. It, I get excited. I get fucking yeah. so into it. Whereas if I walked up and be like, yeah, I heard that was good. No, that's crap. Well, I'd heard some reviews say it was good, but that one was awesome. <laughs> like, if you try to fucking fake like you redid some research or if you did some shitty research, like, don't do it. It's better to actually just do some research and still walk in like you don't know anything. Yeah, I mean, it's it's better if you walk in there and, and at least know a little bit and if they try to bullshit you. Yeah. Which I've never met a gun salesman that did that. I've never been bullshit by a gun salesman. Not according to my knowledge of whatever mm-hmm. I've been looking at. It helps that, like... I didn't own a gun when I went into the military. Like, I didn't own my own personal weapon at all. Yeah. But I had a lot of experience around them. So when I first went to buy a gun, it mm-hmm. was it, I walked in with a lot of knowledge and experience. But right. I didn't act like it. No. You shouldn't. Let them, let them teach you something. You, mm-hmm. There's no way that you're going to know everything yeah, about every exactly. gun. And more than likely, they know more about the specifics. The, especially the models they have. Or yeah. They're going to be pretty well-versed mm-hmm. and knowledgeable about that shit. And you should definitely probably take their word about yeah. it. It was even the 40 I bought. The guy told me, because he's like, it's a good gun. Just understand the trigger sucks and you have to replace the trigger. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of like a little skeptical. I'm like, well, how much is that going to bother me? And then I took it out and shot it for the first time. And I was like, oh, he was right. Yeah. But if you didn't shoot at all, would you have necessarily spotted that as soon as you shot it? I don't know. Yeah. But it just, I didn't like how the trigger moved. It didn't move, you know, smoothly. And so then I, $15 and the trigger was better. Yeah. Speaking about people that don't know anything about guns. Yeah. I don't want to shit on my battle buddies, but we, uh, we got the new M17s. At the unit, mm-hmm. and so they took him out and shot him. And I'm usually the guy who accepts all weapons after a ranged ARAT. Yeah, I have probably the highest standards in the unit when it comes to shit. Well, they brought back, they like cleaned the M17s and then brought them back, and they, uh, they gave me one. And they're like, "Hey, it's it, the slide won't go back. It's fucked up." And I was like, "Okay." So I'm looking at it, and the fucking the slide release was stuck half on, half off. <laughs> And I was like, all right, well, I'm like, this is the first time I've ever held, held it. it. I yeah. have never, I've seen pictures of it. I've never seen it fire, nothing, none of this shit. So I was like, okay, I'm starting to, and at this point, I'm like, I'm checking in guns and shit. And so other people are coming up and they're trying to fuck with it. So then like, I, I'm like, get it back and I'm holding it. And then like, one of my guys comes up and he like takes it out of my hand. And I'm like, oh, I was working on that, asshole. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I'm, I'll, I'll fix it. And he's fucking around with it and all this. I'm like, I'm like, if you just give it to me, I'll probably be able to fix it in like two seconds. And he's like fucking around. I fucking around for like five, ten minutes. And I'm, I go back to doing what I'm doing. And finally he gives it back to me. And I look at it. I'm like, okay. I walk I walk away. And I just found a piece of wood because I needed to force the, the release. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking fixed it. Came back. Racked it. Did a functions check on it. And I was like, Done. 
And I went back to the, how'd you do it? And I fucking explained to him, like, you got one, you got to use wood. Don't use anything metal. And yeah, you don't want to sh- scratch it up yeah. or break something. Well, yeah, it wasn't a scratching. I didn't give a fuck about scratching. It was, I didn't want to snap anything off yeah. or bend anything. So, and I was like, if y'all would have just given me the fucking pistol Did 10 minutes ago. It? No, I didn't shoot it. Uh-huh. I didn't get a chance. I was doing other stuff. That sucks. But it's been fun. I liked how it felt. It mm-hmm. felt really, I don't, the, the pistol grip's a little bit bulky. It's kind of like, uh, kind of like a Glock, which I didn't like, mm-hmm. but I liked it. I still yeah. really liked it. They had a nice little th- thumb slots that your your thumbs could go into, and it really felt like you could still control it. It was a little bit light, but I also didn't feel it with rounds in it, and I feel like, because it holds like 15, I think 15 rounds. Yeah. 15, 17, It should like have that. 15, I believe. Uh, I, 15 plus one in the chamber, I think right? the the short mag is 15, and then the extended mag, they have like two different extended mags. One's 17 and one's 20, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Um, but they both felt fine. Yeah. And uh, I think with a full load of, of ammo in there, it would have brought the weight up and it would have felt good. Uh, but it's like the M9s were like full metal across the board, so they always felt heavy. M9's not a good hand. I fucking hate the Beretta M9. It's fucking trash. Uh but the M17, I think you put some rounds in there, it's going to feel really good. It's still a little light, but I would prefer the lightness in all reality yeah. if you're packing it and carrying it. And obviously, it's not, it's a it's a duty pistol. It's not a fucking CCW pistol. Yeah, by for any sure. Means. But, but I like those M9s, when you carry them on your leg, because they give us leg holsters, when that's on your leg all fucking day for over 80 yeah, years, if you, you want fucking to, feel that shit. You want it to actually be secure to your leg, you got to cinch it the fuck yeah. down. And God forbid you have to run with it. If you're running with it, your hand's on it so that it's not fucking yeah. nailing you in the nuts yeah, or something. Yeah, bobbing around. That's why I switched to a, a, a waist or a chest holster. Yeah. Like, after my first mission. I prefer the waist holster over the drop leg. Yeah. Drop leg's good for, like, competition mm-hmm. and, and shit like that, but... For moving around a lot when you're... Especially yeah. if, if you're mounted all the time. Oh, chest. 100% That's why I would wear the chest yeah. when I was mounted. And then I like the, if we're walking around and shit, hip. I wanted it on my hip. Yeah, absolutely. If you're if you're just pulling like security or gate guard or some shit like that, drop leg. It's I not would, bad. Yeah. I would prefer the drop leg. I would usually and, use the drop leg when I was doing like security. Yeah. If but. I had a if I had an IOTV, definitely a drop leg. If I had a plate carrier, I'd probably go hip. Yeah. Immediately I'd just go hip because it's more comfortable. But I also didn't mind the chest one either. Yeah, I would also do chest. I would probably do, I don't know, on a plate carrier, you're kind of cramped for space. Yeah, but I, went, I mean, the plate carrier just sucks for me all around. Why does the plate carrier suck? Well, I just, the one I had was so bulky on me for my size at the time. I felt like the, not the plate carrier, I mean the IOTV. There wow. you go, honey. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Everything you're saying yeah. was wrong. Yeah, that's no, why I was confused. No, was, so that's why <laughs> when I got switched to the plate carrier, I was just like, oh, wait, life can be yeah. good. Well, that's the only thing about the plate carrier is that you're. I mean, depending on what plate carrier you yeah. have, some of them would give, don't give you very much room to work with. But I would probably still do with the plate carrier. I'd probably do hip. Yeah, as long as I'm not mounted. Yeah, I, that's what I would do when I was outside the truck for long periods yeah. of time. I would do the hip. I've never actually had a chest. Heart. No, um, I've never had. I've never needed it. Yeah, that's true. Never done anything. Sorry. <laughs> now the chest made so much of a difference when I was gunning and when I was driving versus yeah. the hip or the leg. Lake yeah. fucking blue. Ah, <laughs> uh, excuse me. But also, uh, if you're buying a gun and you don't have a CCW, don't worry about getting some kind of crazy fancy holster. No. If you're buying a home defense weapon, get the biggest, heaviest fucking gun you can find. 
honestly. Yeah, I mean, as long as you can shoot it comfortably. Back to rule well, one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that's what I say. I mean, especially if you're scared of the kick, the mm-hmm. bigger and the heavier the gun. The less it's going to kick around. To an extent. I mean, yeah, you got a 357, extent. doesn't matter how heavy it is, going to kick like a motherfucker. But if you get like a 40 or a 45, but you get a full size one, mm-hmm. you're going to be the, hev- the bigger My and heavier. My 40 it is wasn't that big, and um, it didn't kick much. Like, I, I don't no. think his kick was bad at all. Um, I've never really liked 40s. Mm-hmm. I also haven't sh- shot any 40s in my adult life. I always shot them when I was younger. And so, like, especially subcompacts. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those can, with my subcontact 40s suck. Yeah, it wasn't the best, especially like when I, I was shooting when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And so, like, my finger fell off and I didn't have the the forearm yeah. strength and grip strength that I have now. Like, I can, shoot, I can shoot anything now and it's not a problem. But I just, like, I, I built a disdain for them when I was younger. And I was probably, I should probably try them. Time again, yeah. I mean, some stuff just kind of sucks. Like, my I like 357s, which you and I have argued about before because you don't really like them as much. It's not that it's a 357, it's that it's a revolver. I don't like revolvers, but uh, like shooting my buddy, it was, an, I guess, another revolver, so you'd also hate it. But my buddy's um, he got a 44 revolver, and that fucking thing was snub. And shooting that was a it fucking it was annoying because <laughs> they try to like twist yeah. around in your hand. Yeah, I've shot a it was a 38 special. Mm-hmm. Oh, excuse me. That was the one that I re- like really burned my disdain for revolvers into my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just, it hurt. It wasn't fun. It like, like the shooting the three, or the 4570 hurt, but it mm-hmm. was fun. Like yeah. it was cool. It was, but it was just like a, a hard pressure into my shoulder, but shooting that 38 special snub nose, it just bit, it just bit the fuck in my hand. And I was like, fuck, this is not, Oh, I didn't like it. And, and again, you know, it's I have I shot a couple thirty-eight specials that I just didn't like shooting. Yeah. But then I've shot some that I that I felt fine. Yeah. I need to shoot more different kinds. So a, one acquaintance had a um had a thirty-eight special without hammer, and it was like a concealed carry, really yeah. tiny thirty-eight. The hammerless ones. Yeah. And the trigger pull on that wasn't great. And then usually when I shoot revolvers, if I'm shooting out of the range, I'll shoot some where I'm pulling the trigger all the way through for the single actual single action double action. But usually when I start really working on accuracy, I'll pull the hammer, like get the hammer, just so you practice yeah. both ways. But yeah. when you couldn't do the hammer at all, that thing after shooting a couple of chambers full, it was... <laughs> annoying. Yeah. yeah. The trigger squeeze was just annoying. I don't like the... I don't really like double action. I, I'm fine with it, but I always prefer single action. I mean, I like it to have both, but I like that because with a revolver, it's not hard to pull the hammer back. Like, if you know what you're doing, if you're practicing well, on it. Well, every gun's easy yeah. to pull the, the hammer back. Yeah, so, but I'm just saying, as long as you train enough or you practice enough with it where you're conscious of grabbing that and you don't just panic, pull, and shoot. You yeah. don't try to shoot. Which I get the hammerless makes sense as far as not hanging up, not having the hammer to catch. Yeah. And, and then just, uh, if you don't practice that much, pointing it and shooting at a close range, it'll probably do the job you want yeah. it to do. Double action is definitely good for your first shot mm-hmm. to make sure you don't, like, panic shoot. It's yeah. a lot harder to pull at the full distance, um, which is like why I like semi-automatics because the first one's, you know, a full a full pull, and then everything after that's single action. Yeah, and I like that a lot better. I mean, that's that's probably every gun that I'll buy from here on out. Yeah, like you that. I like revolvers personally. I mean, I like the reliability of them. Mm-hmm. Certainly, I, I can recognize that they won't jam on you. No, I've actually I've I've seen one really one revolver, but it was. Um, I don't really remember what it was. It was a a small bullet. Like the actual slug was really small. It was, hmm. it was slightly bigger than like 
a 22 or a 223. It was a little bigger, but the casing behind it was long. Was huge, and so it would. It I wasn't a 357 because a 357 no, has a long casing. No, no, no. It was like it was literally like a like a 556 mm-hmm. round, like in length, mm-hmm. except for it was fatter. And that was a revolver. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm probably exaggerating a little bit, but yeah. it was it was a long. It was not a fucking normal. Hmm. Like little round that you put in a pistol, it was huge, and it was it was a shitty. It was I don't know somebody I don't remember who had it, but they they were like, yeah, they only made like a couple thousand of these, and they fucking suck. And yeah, yeah. There's your reason. Like, yeah, no shit. We shot one round out of it, and then it it jammed, mm-hmm. and it was like the casing jumped back or some weird shit, and like fucking prevented the the whatever you call it from spinning. Yeah, the and cylinder from the turning. C- yeah. yeah, and I was like, yeah, well. Good thing they only made a couple thousand. They should fucking melt them down. This, this fucking gun sucks. I mean, that's happened a lot in history. There's a lot of rounds if you start like looking back. I've only done it a couple of times to look at rounds that existed for a while, and then they were just yeah. completely fucking dumped. Yeah. Because someone thinks they have a good idea in theory, and then they make it happen. And they're like, oh, my God. That's bad. <laughs> I screwed up. Yeah. Well, there's a there's, what's the new round that's coming out? The 6.5 Creedmoor? Yeah, yeah. That's like getting big right now over the last three four i've been hearing some some stuff about it came out like eight years ago but in the last three or four years Mm -hmm. it's becoming huge and especially in competition yeah and i actually i was i was gonna build a rifle around the the 6.5 cream more i never got to it i don't know whenever i think about getting a new gun or building a rifle around something one of the things i always that comes to mind to me is the um, abundance of the ammo too. Yeah, so that's one and the of the price th- of the ammo. That's one of the things that made me hesitate about it was mm-hmm. that it was still kind of a new round, but over the last year, its mm-hmm. uh, popularity has grown exponentially. So now, like right now, I feel a lot more comfortable building it, mm-hmm. and I know lots of people with with rifles in that caliber. So I'm like, okay, it's probably. I mean, really, you only you normally need to get a couple hundred rounds, and then you can just fucking reload after that. Yeah, and that's what like I mean. I know some rounds are way better when it comes to accuracy. But you have yeah. to always ask yourself, how much is that accuracy difference really going to apply to me as a shooter? Yeah. You know? And, and that's what I was saying. Like, the article that I was reading that wanted me to build the rifle was mm-hmm. that you could build a, a, mile, a, a gun that could shoot a mile mm-hmm. for, like, a couple, maybe, like, a thousand or two. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's dope. I kind of want to... It sounds cool. Yeah. But then you're like, how many people have shot accurate, have accurate shots at a mile? Well, there was a lot for this rifle based mm-hmm. based off this the six point five Creedmoor and everything that's going into it. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, these shooters are also probably way better than me. Yeah, as good the as I am. Top of the top, the best you can be. I mean, they weren't that good, but they were definitely experienced shooters. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, how wh- where am I going to be able to even practice doing this? And yeah. my options were very limited. And hopefully, when I move to Tennessee, yeah. I'll have a lot more options to do that shit, and we can go out there and practice a little more. And yeah, yeah. We'll see. See what you can get around to doing. I want I want all of the guns. <laughs> all of them. All of the guns. You're definitely way more into the all of the guns kind of thing. I'm more of like a have a few, have what you need. And Well, it's... Um, like, I don't need one of everything, mm-hmm. but I want a bunch of different... I do want a bunch of different guns. Yeah, yeah. I, want, I mean, I want to have, like... Enough like AR-15s and and, uh, and of the like that I can do. I can have different setups on them for different situations. And it's not that I'm not willing to transfer like different optics and different mm-hmm. accessories to them. It's like I just want to be able to take all of them to the range, not and have to try zero anything, and, not, yeah. Yeah. and just fuck around and just be like, mm, okay, pick up this gun, bop, 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 bop. Okay, pick up this gun, bop, 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 and mm-hmm. have fun. And 
I don't know. Just I want to broaden my because I know I'm lazy and I'm mm-hmm. not gonna want to fucking switch a bunch <laughs> of accessories constantly just to try new shit. I just want to be like, I'm gonna grab this and I want to just be able to build the exact thing that I want. Yeah. Am I boring you? No. You're yawning. I am not bored. Relax. Oh man, I'm nervous. No, I'm I'm enjoying our conversation. Yeah. I hope that listeners are. They'll yeah, I know, right? Not. They'll probably hate us. Well, I feel like we can balance. Like we're we've been pretty balanced between being educational and like yeah. for it's people funny. who do know their shit would know what was going on. Man, hopefully they still love us after this. So I feel uh, like you're we're, you're not drinking your drink at all. I don't think I'm gonna. Do finish you really it, hate it? That I much? really hate it. Why do you hate it? I just really don't like that plum flavor. I just it's like the fruity. It's so fruity to me that I'm just not enjoying it at all. I shouldn't have put it in the decanter. You might have to take the decanter home. Do you have a funnel? I can put it back in yeah, the bottle. Yeah, we've got a funnel. I'll put it back in the bottle and take it home. Yeah, I'm sorry. I really wanted to like it, and then I think it's sip, delicious. And then I've had I've had three more sips, like little sips, and it's just the flavor is not sitting right with me. I don't think it's something I'd want to get drunk off of, but it's definitely like a good dessert wine or dessert um, liquor. Well, I, I would definitely so. be happy for someone to enjoy this as a dessert. I mean, see, I don't want to shit talk it. I don't think it's bad. I think I just don't really like fruity alcohols that much. It's not really fruity though. To me, it tastes super fruity. It's just I'm not a huge sherry guy. No. So. I mean, I haven't really drank sherry. I've had a couple life. sherries, and I just don't really love them that much. Mm. And I'm just tasting that. I guess I'm much. getting more into wines and shit right now. Like, mm-hmm. And they're a little bit they're fruitier. They're not very. I like dry wines, but they're still pretty fruity. So I still kind of like it a lot. I think it definitely. I'm glad you're enjoying needs it. Needs the ice in it, and it's a really good twelve year. Uh, in my opinion, but yeah, I just wasn't digging it, and I'm not gonna force myself. You, uh, I'm not that much of an alcoholic. It's okay, don't worry. I know myself. you don't like this one, but uh, I will. Can I give you, you some rock oyster? <laughs> <laughs> you know you want some rock oyster. I don't. Do you have a little bit of this, and you'll be begging for some? No, I think I will throw up if I have a little bit of that. It's actually Come making on. me like I'm starting to have extra saliva. It's making me sick. Thank God I can't smell it. Come on, dude. No. Come on, have a little. Just take a little. Just one pull no, off of it. Never. If I do it, will you do it? No. Come on. I would do it for a hundred dollars. I will give you a hundred dollars. Are you serious? Yes. A hundred dollars. Hundred. I will give you a hundred dollars if you do a full pull. Oh my god. Are you dead serious? This is all in the podcast. I will give you a hundred dollars. I said I would. You okay. said you would. A hundred dollars, I'll do it. Hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Mm-mm. No. No, I know, but let's go for it. You sure? Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, I don't want to force you. Oh. Oh, he might puke. Oh God. Fortunately for me, but unfortunately for you, we just said dollars. We did not say U.S. dollars. So I'm going to give you a hundred dollars in monopoly money. That's not. That's not a dollar. That's monopoly money. That's monopoly dollars. It has a dollar sign on it. A dollar is the U.S. currency. Um. No, there's actually other dollars. There's Canadian dollars. You gonna give me a hundred Canadian dollars? No, we didn't agree on that. We just said monopoly dollars. is not dollars. We did not say monopoly USD. Money. So, I want my hundred. No, I'm not giving you a hundred. I'll give you a hundred Monopoly money. You owe me. <laughs> I owe you nothing. <laughs> oh man, are you gonna puke? Um, maybe I might. Oh, that stuff is so bad. 
It's gotten worse in, with time. It's not even aging better. It's like uh, I used to work in the funeral home business, and this is when I c- could still smell. And this is what dead bodies I'd be scraping out of the cremation machine smelled like. Is how this tastes. Damn. Mm-hmm. You know, I almost feel bad for Mr. Ducky and how harshly we shit on this. But then at the same point, I don't. It's okay. We still appreciate the yeah the contribution. He tried. He tried he and failed. failed. Oh, you going for the JMO? Yeah. Well, what else we got, dude? I feel like there's a lot that's happened. Oh, he's wow! You really went for the JMO, mm-hmm. dude. You're gonna wake up with that that smoke taste on you. Oh, mouth. I am. Oh, I Just trying wait. to get it out. It's so good. You have to brush your teeth a lot. Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> That stuff is so bad. I cannot recommend against it strongly enough. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I'm hurting now. don't even know if we're going to be able to continue on. I might just have to take a knee. No? You're th- are you calling Kaepernick in it? I'm Kaepernick in this shit. Oh, Fuck man. you. Man, that's a major disrespect. Don't don't disrespect our viewers like, oh, or our listeners man. like that. We got 10 more minutes. Yeah. Le- oh, God. I think I was... Oh man! First, I had that crappy. It wasn't crappy. I don't think I just did not enjoy that cherry, that Irish whiskey. Cherry. Sherry. Sherry. And then I had rock oyster. I'm just done. I'm in a bad mood now. You're in a bad mood. Yeah, I well, am. I'm upset now. Let's hear the hate. Let's hear some hate. No, I'm you've just, been so like educational. We need to be fucking I funny. Know. I'm just stronger than you. That doesn't no, make you, any sense. No, you didn't take a shot with me, and then you we reneged on your we $100. We didn't agree. We didn't even agree that I was going to take a shot with you. We said $100. In California, a verbal contract is legally binding. Oh, certainly, and I will give you that $100 of Monopoly money. But then there's the grounds on what I thought I was agreeing to versus what you thought you were agreeing to. Well, you should have voiced those uh No, that's those thoughts. taking you to small claims, bitch, okay, for $100. <laughs> you know what the dumbest part about the small claims is it's not legally enforceable. So, yeah. Take so no one claims. can even, like, I just waste our time. I'll give you the whole Monopoly set. How about <laughs> oh. that? Fuck it's Monopoly. Like, it's like $20 right there. You can sell yeah. it on eBay. Probably only get 15 though. Yeah, that's fine. $15 Dang. is something. <laughs> uh, I hope you I hope you puke during this podcast. Yeah, It'll be you some do? good content. That's some solid content. I don't think content. I'm going to puke. Like no? it just you said you were. Flavor. You said you I were. I was worried at first because I started thinking about it. We took a little bit of a pause and I started thinking about it. And like it was making me want to like retch. <laughs> That's how bad that is. It's just the thought of it, just like remembering my past experience, oh. drives me to the point of like pre puking in anticipation. Like trying. the back of your throat starts like watering. Yeah, it getting starts ready salivating. You just know it's uh, happening. Mm. Oh, I hate that feeling. I know. I'm I so glad you. I haven't felt I'm it. I'm going in. through that right now. No, are you? Yeah. No, keep drinking, honey. I know. This brings me back to the to the monster and, and gin days. Oh, yeah. Dude, you look like you're about to puke. Nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> but then no. I wasn't salivating. Like, I wasn't having that pre-puke preparation. I feel like you were, and you really? were just lying. I don't yeah. know. Who knows? Only the oracle. Oh, I know because I cleaned <laughs> up your fucking Taco Bell onions off the rug. Man, I don't, I don't know why you saying that made Taco Bell sound good to me. <laughs> I had Taco Bell today and it was fucking delicious. You didn't even bring me any. No, 
You oh, weren't fucker. even here. I know. Fuck off. Now I want so Taco Bell. Um, do you want to go get some? We should go get some. After Ava, this. you're up. You got to drive. She winked at me. Yeah, I think she means, yeah, I think that means yes. Yeah. She's not even big enough to reach the gas pedals. And Shotgun. <laughs> we'll put you in the trunk. <laughs> okay. There's no way I'm going down for that if I'm in the trunk. You know how awesome that would be if we got pulled over by a cop. With a dog driving me driving. in the trunk and you driving fucking passenger. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, no, officer. No, the dog's sober. Yeah, the dog's good. The dog's good. What are you even pulling us over for? We're She's good. not even a year old yet. You're banging out of the fucking <laughs> trunk. What, what's in the trunk? Ava, you want to handle this one? <laughs> you and her getting co- arrested for kidnapping. I already covered you once. Be a fun night. We should do it. Let's go. Let's go get some Taco Bell after this. Dude, we'll we'll fucking record on the mobile. Oh, that sounded so bad when we tried it. We tested that out oh, actually. That was- well, that was with the fucking attachments for it, so. Yeah, that's true. I think we could probably do it. You think we'd pull the, off with these? Not with these mics. We'd have to upgrade. Yeah. Which we're we're going to. It's That'd coming your way. Uh, we could do some boom arms. Yeah. Boom arms from, right from the center console, right to our mouths. Oh, dude. That'd be pretty sick. Get some chat time while we're driving. But that's already been done. Bill Bird did that shit. Yeah. And like Kevin Hart does it. I you can copy some greatness. It's yeah, okay. We could, but it didn't last. Well, I mean, that's true. I'm sure it's a pain in the ass. And then some of the stuff that comes out good ends up like you th- like it's good content, but it sounds shitty just because of excess road noise or. Uh, no, not with the fucking money that they had. No, they had you're some right. fucking solid. That Kevin Hart money. That Kevin Hart money. No, but uh, I mean, with lapel mics, lapel mics <laughs> is the way to go. Why are we talking about this shit? Yeah, we shouldn't Nobody be talking about it on the podcast. This. Everyone's like fucking, fucking boring. Stupid. Fucking, what are these nerds talking about? Yeah, we picked the wrong time to do the Rock Oyster. We should have saved that towards the very end. Well, I mean, yeah. Because yeah. now I'm all sick feeling and don't feel like fucking talking anymore. I was hoping this would stir up some hate no, in your heart and we could fucking hear some shit. I have shit. hate in my heart, but I also don't feel like talking that much. Oh, my God. Yeah. It was get the wrong talkative. Way. It was the wrong way to get hate in my heart. Get talkative. I don't think I got it in me. Bro. There is never a time in your life where you don't want to spread some hate. Don't tell me it's now. You got some JMO in your mouth. I don't got anything got right fire now. Fire in I'm your soul. I'm still trying to come back. The rock oyster took my power. It's, it's a poison. It sapped my power level. What group? I'm at like zero percent power now. What group of people do you hate the most? The people who made rock oyster. Okay. And you. And you're what, with them now. If you could, if you could sit you're them down sucking in a room. Their dicks to drink their piss because you're fucking short on alcohol. <laughs> If I if I knew that the dick I was sucking had ever consumed rock oyster, I would be so I would spit in their face and then and probably lick it off their face. And then you know, I need the alcohol. It's weird because you haven't spat in my face any of the times. Uh, well, yeah, you know, you got special piss. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> uh, no, if everybody from Rock Oyster was right in front of you, what would you say to them? I Let's would tell them it. to go to fucking hell. What are you fucking talking about? I wouldn't even want to look at them. I'm like, how are you guys okay? Like, you're are any of you married? If so, then I feel sorry for your spouses because those must be the shittiest people who would be willing to marry someone that has that poor of a product. Like, your children might need to be cleansed off this earth just so they can't perpetrate more atrocities on humanity. Like, FDR was into like castrating old German men and getting rid of all the children and like stopping the German species from or German people from procreating. And I am totally on board with that. But the people who make rock oyster, 
I'm not saying hunt them down like dogs. I'm saying just stop them from continuing their existence. See, I knew you. I knew do you had not, words. Do not come at me, Rock Oyster, because I have more for you. You. What else you got? What is? Come on, keep going. Keep going. Like I hope that all of your spouses and significant others cheat on you and then leave you on your birthday, oh. and they had they you thought you were getting some sexy special time because they tied you to your fucking bed, but no, they were just gonna take all the shit they wanted to take, empty your fucking bank account, and walk out the door with your car, and you will never see them again. That's what I hope happens to you. Keep I going. hope you're there. T- Tied to the bed, and your superintendent finds most of you dead of dehydration. <laughs> and only the few leftover people survive. And you guys will go into a support group going, what the fuck happened to us? And I will be there counseling you going, you fucked with me. <laughs> and I won't do that at the first meeting. No, we'll go years. We will go years in these therapy sessions. You'll feel like you're getting better, and suddenly someone sabotages your life because I'm hearing everything that's going wrong in your life, and I will be there to sabotage it. And then after eight years, when you've been alone and just struggling, and you feel like I'm the only person who's ever been there for you in the last eight years, I will then sit you down and go, I caused all of this. <laughs> it was me. Fuck you. <laughs> and I will walk away, and you will never see me again. You'll be left alone and desolate with nothing. <laughs> You hear oh that, Rock god. Oyster? Oh my god! <laughs> it's called exact revenge. It's not. It's not an eye for an eye. I will hurt you a hundred times harder than you hurt me. Uh. A thousand times harder. <laughs> and then after I disappear, you'll keep getting anonymous videos of me having sex with your different spouses. I don't even care if some of you were married to men. <laughs> I will continue to haunt you for the rest of your life. And when you go to take your own life, you will find I took all your bullets. <laughs> and then and then when you are fully committed to killing yourself, the only option you will have is to drink yourself to death with drinking rock all oyster. oyster. <laughs> that is all I will leave you with. <laughs> oh. Okay, I pulled some hate out. I pulled it out. It was the Jamil gave me some strength. <laughs> <laughs> oh my so, face is good. Yeah, we me. went there. Oh Jesus! Just a brief statement. I don't know how much of that needs to get edited out. That got. Oh no, that's that all going dark. in, dude. That's all going in. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. Yeah, don't fuck with me. <laughs> so the people who made this, uh, what's it called, West Cork? West Cork. You yeah, guys West are crying. I, I met you. I didn't really enjoy you. But I'm letting you walk away. We're cool. We're cool. And the only reason we're really this cool, we're cooler than we should be. But because I then bumped into fucking Rock Oyster right after I met you. So now you're not even on my radar. You can live your life happy and safe. You okay there, Mr. Young? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Broken. I will have sex with all of your spouses. I don't even care if they're men. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh dude oh wow hey <laughs> let's get into the rating Gee, i don't even know if i should <sighs> wait rate west cork because we don't need to bring it up like i don't, don't need to get back my sights and they're not going to get high for me do i well, still have to yeah oh, we're okay. still going to rate it we, we rate it whether it's good or it's bad it doesn't matter oh, okay. obviously it's our own opinions um so I'll, I'll let you take it off because you're gonna shit on him hard. So. I'm gonna give it a one point, one point seven. One point seven. That bad. Yeah. 
Wow. I did not enjoy it. There is not a scene I can imagine myself enjoying it. If someone offered me an Irish whiskey and that was poured in the glass and I took a sip of that, I would probably physically assault the person who gave it to me. <sighs> well, my turn then. I also, guess. for a second, I have a second rating to add to tonight. Rock Oyster, I'm changing your rating from negative stars to rotten hell. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, poor Mr. Ducky. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to, first of all, yeah. actually, I probably should have told you this before you rated it. It's a, it's a, like $64 out the door. I mean, it's a 12 year. But that makes me angrier. I might yeah. lower the rating. No, I like, I like it a lot, actually. It's, it's, I mean, straight neat, not the best uh, I've ever had. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Especially not for the price. But, it's a 12-year, $64, Irish whiskey. It is kind of on the sweet side. I'm, I'm going to give it a 3.4. No, nah, 3.3. Okay. I'll give it 3.3. See, it's bad that we're coming back to it because now I'm, I'm just like in hate mode and I want to come after <laughs> that too. <laughs> like I'm just... <laughs> What do you have? To, what do you have for the people of, of Westport? I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold back because they don't deserve it. And the truth is, yes, I still stick by what I say. If someone said, "Hey, you want to, you want some Irish whiskey?" and then they handed me this, I would be very upset. No, nah, I wouldn't be very upset. I would be. I mean, I wouldn't. If I was gonna offer this to a person, first of all, I, I would tell them exactly yeah. what it is. But I wouldn't be like, oh, this is such a good anything. It's no. it's good. I like it, but it's not amazing. It doesn't knock my socks off, and especially for the price, I don't think it's that good. No. It's smooth. I've had so many, every other $60 bottle I've had, <laughs> I would definitely think it's better than that. Yeah, it's definitely very smooth, but it is super, uh, it's super sweet. It's mm-hmm. kind of too sweet. And like I, I've had sherry in my life. I've had some. I've had some sherry. Like it's not a sherry. That's the thing. It's a mixture. It's you know just soaked in or it was in the sherry cask. Yeah. But it is too sweet. And um, what I would say is, if, say I was gifted this bottle, right? Would I ever partake of it again? No. Would I ever even try to taste it again? No. But if I had a friend over who I knew liked sherries or didn't actually like Irish whiskey <clears throat> that much, but they liked they liked alcohol. I might say, hey, I've got this Irish whiskey that tastes a lot like a sherry. Would that interest you? And so I wouldn't pour it out or anything, and I would offer it to people who I thought it might be down their ballpark. And I think that I wouldn't be doing it in the, oh, screw you kind of way it would be with the general, like, I think that you might enjoy this. I do not. Yeah. Which I don't want to be. That's why I don't want to be a hateful person where I'm just like, oh, but just because I don't enjoy it, except for Rock Oyster. (laughs) 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 But, um... For this, I'm going to say there's probably people out there who this is their fucking thing. This is their jam. And mm. I can respect that this is your... Because it's so different than what I enjoy tasting that I can... You know, it's not that it's awful. It's just it's not what I enjoy. There's a lot of people who like sweeter alcohols. Yeah, and I mean, I don't really like uh, sweeter al- alcohols by any means. I like more bitter, mm-hmm. flavorful things, but not in an overpowering, fruity, sweet way. Well, it's like even like, I like gin and tonics, but it's just, you have that lime taste, you have that bubbly, and then it's hard alcohol, and there's not sweet to it. It's not sugary. Yeah. So I can do with the fruit taste when it's out that sickly sweet. Yeah, it's like a, I don't know, uh, it's not bad. I'm beating a dead horse right now, but uh, it's beating. I already beat a dead horse earlier. That's been the last half of this episode. 
no, but it's good. It's really not the worst thing ever. Mr. E is uh, just a little bit angry. <laughs> you wanted uh, me to there. You were trying to get me there. Yeah. You were like, I need the Hulk to come out. I'm not mad with my decision. I'm, I'm glad you went there. But, God. Uh, anyways, thank you all for joining us. I am the one, the only, the delicious Mr. Yummy. And I am the evidently sadistic and vengeful <laughs> Mr. Early ETS. No? Is that not right? Please don't call the cops. <laughs> uh, okay. That's 100% true. I'm not actually doing it, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> I mean, looking up their addresses tonight. Black. I mean, airline tickets are cheap. <laughs> they are, man. We should do it. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, okay. This is the Lost Ground Podcast. And we are out. <laughs>